Welcome to the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I'm Ashley Young, pianist, instructor, and business coach, and I'm here to help you dream big about what your studio could be if you are willing to open your mind and level up your business skills. I'm going to share the tangible strategies that I've learned for streamlining and scaling your studio so that you can align your business to work for your life instead of letting your business control your life. I am so happy that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome in to another episode of the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I am Ashley Young. I'm really looking forward to today's episode. Welcome back if you're a longtime listener and welcome in if you are new. I cannot wait to discuss this topic with you because this is something that I totally geek out on and that I absolutely love to talk about. So we're going to be discussing habits of six and seven figure business owners that help you get to the next level. Now, I've mentioned on the podcast before, that I do a lot of like reading slash listening to other podcasts slash watching videos slash like my own coaching with my own coaches and things like that. And I find it really interesting after reading so much and just like being immersed in this world, the little nuggets that seem to be very similar between all of the people that are further along the journey than I am. And I talked a little bit about this in last week's episode when I kind of mentioned that like everybody is talking about manifestation, whether or not they're using that word or not. But there's also many other things that really high level entrepreneurs are doing that are not a coincidence of why they're able to get to that level. Right. And I've talked about, you know, my journey and how to get my business to where it is today there have been many strategic and tactical changes, right? I've had to learn like how to do business accounting and how to market online and how to sell to an email list. There are many things that I've had to learn that I would put in the bucket of like strategic and tactical business things. And those things have been immensely helpful, but, or I should say, and (laughs) I spend a lot of time each week hearing from business owners that are much further along the journey than I am. And I love taking their advice, not only for those strategic and tactical things, but also for the life things, like for the lifestyle changes that they've made that affect their life in a positive way and their business in a positive way. And it doesn't matter, like if you're making the lifestyle change in your business or in your life, it's going to positively impact the other one, right? Because when you make positive changes in your business, naturally, it's going to affect your life positively. And when you make positive changes in your life outside of your business, naturally, it's going to affect your business positively. And this little interplay between the two is really important. And I think it's a lot more important than a lot of people give it credit for of like what you're doing in your day to day life absolutely informs the results that you're getting in your business. Okay, and vice versa, what you're doing day to day in your business absolutely affects how you feel in your day to day life. So today we're going to talk about the lifestyle changes that I constantly hear six and seven figure entrepreneurs talking about things that I have done in my life that have made a huge difference, but that I first learned about from other business owners, from my coaches, um, from people whose books I've read or podcasts I've listened to. And these changes have made huge positive impacts in my life. And I do, I really truly do attribute a lot of the success that I've had in my business or the future success that I desire to these lifestyle changes. The quote that comes to mind when I think about this and when I talk about this is it's something about like, if you want to do something you've never, or if you want, if you want something you've never had, you're going to do something you have to do. 
you've never done that. I just totally butchered that. <laughs> Let me try again. Okay. If you want something you've never had, you have to be willing to do things you've never done or something like that. And actually the way that I hear it in my mind, and I don't even think this is the quote, but the way that it's kind of morphed in my mind is like, if you want to do things you've never done or accomplish things you've never accomplished, you have to be willing to be someone you haven't been yet. And that's not to say that who you are right now can't get there. But I, I think for me, that opens up the loop to like, ooh, what are the positive changes that I could make in my life that like identities I could adopt, right? Because it's really easy to get into this mindset of like, oh, I'm not the type of person that gets up early, right? I've just made that up for myself. I, I just have labeled myself as like, I'm not a morning person, period. And believing that or repeating that story to yourself is going to keep you from getting up early. But if you want something you never had, you have to be someone you've never been. What if you weren't that person anymore? What if you weren't not a morning person? What if you were a morning person? And what if you did get up early? And what if in that extra half hour that you gave yourself every morning, you were reading self-development books or you were watching YouTube videos or listening to a podcast or learning how to do business accounting, right? And so I don't mean, I don't mean that you can't be who you are and reach your goals. What I mean is you can adopt things that enhance your life or make your life better that you don't think you can do right now, simply by believing that you could adopt habits that maybe aren't yours yet. Okay. So let's dive in. I'm going to go over, let me count. I have four things here that we're going to talk about. Okay. So the first thing, the first habit that I have heard numerous six and seven figure business owners talk about that I started to really focus on this year is prioritizing my energy and making feeling good the biggest priority. And I'm going to tell you what I don't mean first, because that can sound bad when I first say it. I don't mean that I go out and buy a bunch of stuff. I don't mean that I'm going to like go skydiving every day. I don't mean feel good in like um, a superficial way. I mean, how can I take care of myself on a foundational and deep level so that I am ensuring that I feed myself first, okay? Because when I am full, I will naturally overflow to everyone else, right? And to everything else. But if I am not full, I am not able to give my fullest in all of the area, all of the areas that I want to give, okay? And so when I prioritize my energy and I ensure that I feel good, for me, that looks like taking a quick walk right? That looks like it gets to be noon and I'm like, wow, I am hungry and I've been on my computer all morning and I need to get outside. I need some sunshine. I need some fresh air. I have to get outside. And I just allow myself that 15 minutes to go take a quick walk. Okay. It could be for me, it's eating healthy. It's prioritizing the ways that I like to eat, which for me, because of some health things that I have, I don't do a lot of sugar and I don't do a lot of dairy. Right. And so I have to, I, I prioritize like doing my meal planning and really ensuring that I have healthy food in the fridge so that I can make those choices that support me to feel my best. When my body feels good, it's easier for me to feel good in my mind. It's easier for me to show up with, with the amount of energy that I want to show up with. Um, for me, this involves getting up a half hour earlier than my child so that I have like 30 minutes to enjoy my coffee in peace right? It's very simple. These are not huge things. I'm not talking about like, I need to go on a three week vacation every month, or I need to take seven months off a year. I'm not talking about things like that. I'm talking about prioritizing my energy and my health so that me feeling good is something that I check in with on a daily basis. For me, this also involves saying no. 
Okay. Saying no used to be really, really hard for me. And I'm talking about saying no to like invitations on the weekend to like go to a kid's birthday party or saying no when someone asks if they can come visit and if they can stay at my house for two weeks, like saying no to the things that I know aren't going to be good for me, even though I know it might cause a little bit of tension or a little bit of friction when I have to say the no, but prioritizing my energy in that way of saying like, you know, I don't want to go to the kid's birthday party. Our weekend is already really full. And if we try to squeeze in this birthday party, it's going to result in a lot of stress for me, which means I can't show up as the parent that I want to be, which means that I can't, uh, you know, we're going to be extra tired going into the week, which means I can't show up on Monday to film my YouTube video in the way I want to do it. You know, it's like that, that snowball effect. And so saying no is prioritizing my energy and is prioritizing me feeling good in the long term because that decision of saying no is protecting my energy. If I say yes, it really does affect my entire life and also my entire work life. Okay. Um, this also has involved cutting out things that drain my energy. Okay. And so, you know, a few years ago for me, this looked like tracking down payments from students, right? Like it can, it can involve like making changes in, in your business to prioritize your energy so that you're not running around spending your time and energy on things that you don't want to be spending time and energy on. And in my personal life, it's also looked like, you know, just letting some friendships fade if they were friendships that took a lot of my own energy and I didn't feel like they were giving back to me in ways. Um, inviting things into your life that don't just take energy from you, right? So what are the things that give you energy? What are the things that help fill you up? So when I say prioritizing my energy and making feeling good the biggest priority, I mean it in a way of like, how can you truly, truly, truly take care of yourself? in a foundational way, in the ways that are very meaningful to you, the little things that will make huge differences in your day-to-day -day routine because you're showing up for yourself, okay? And this kind of leads me to point number two, which is then <clears throat> making sure that on a regular basis, I'm inputting good things into my brain, okay? And so for me, I've talked about this before on past episodes, this looks like reading for 15 minutes a day. And when I'm reading, for me specifically, it's reading like, good information. So self-development, business entrepreneurship books, books about manifestation, books that are going to give me and feed my brain, which helps me then put more out of my brain, right? I need to be to feed myself creatively and with those big ideas and with those mindset hacks and stuff, because then that allows me to come here on the podcast and share it with you. That allows me to show up in other areas of my business and do what I want to do. For me, that means listening to podcasts. Sometimes that's educational podcasts and sometimes that's just like really fun podcasts on topics that I'm interested in. Um, for me, this has also involved removing things that don't help me keep a good brain or a good mindset. And so I, for example, don't watch scary movies because nothing good comes to me from watching scary movies. I recognize that other people love them, but for me, nothing good happens when I watch a scary movie. Similarly, nothing good happens for me when I watch movies that are really violent, right? It makes me feel awful. It makes me go in a place in my brain that I don't like, and that doesn't help me keep a good mindset. And so making sure that I am inputting good things into my brain and also removing the things that, um, that directly input negatively into my brain. Okay. The third thing, and I talked a lot about this on the last episode, um, uh, about manifestation, but the third thing is learning to spot limiting beliefs and questioning them and rewriting them. Okay. And I want to share something powerful with you. Just because you have a thought does not make it true. 
And in fact, most often we don't think true thoughts, right? Because we are always writing stories to make sense of the world. And our stories are always biased by our past experiences, by our interpretation of the information, which is absolutely tainted by all of the, the information that we have, you know, from previous experiences. So question every thought that you have. Okay. And I, I, I don't think there's a better skill set that we as humans could develop. Just question what you think. Question what you think in your head as like ultimately completely true. And just ask yourself, is that true? One thing, one example that comes up for this one is um, I was working with a coaching client a couple of weeks ago. And if co coaching client, if you're listening to this and you hear this, I love you. You're amazing. You'll know who you are. And we were talking about her desire to make money as a singer songwriter. And I don't remember her exact words, but she said something to the effect of like, you know, I, I mean, when I think about what I really, really want, like 10 years down, down the road, like what I really want is to be making money as a singer songwriter. But I know that like, that's going to take a ton of work. Like I'm going to have to build a following and I'm gonna have to do all this stuff. And like, it's just so far away. And I looked at her and I said, is that true? And she gave me the most surprised look. Like she looked at me like, what? Like she was kind of shocked that I asked that question. And so I said it again. I was like, you know, you just, I kind of repeated back to what she said. And I said, you want to make money as a singer songwriter. And you said that it's going to be really difficult. And then it's going to take you a lot of time and that you have to jump through all of these hoops. Is any of that true? Or could you literally post a video today directing people to a Patreon account and get one subscriber that starts paying you, I don't know, $1, $5, $50 a month supporting you as a singer songwriter? And what happened is we ended up having like this entire session where all of a sudden the idea of being a paid singer songwriter seemed like something she could do right now. She could actually start taking steps right now. And she could actually start getting paid very soon, if not right now, for singer-songwriting, right? But in her mind, she had this limiting belief that it, it was going to be really hard, that she had to do all of these other things first before she could get to that goal. And simply me reflecting back to her, is that true, opened her brain up to like a completely different reality. She left that session feeling hopeful. She left that session feeling like she could tackle anything. And she, you know, made, we made her plan on what she was going to do to start getting paid as a, as a singer songwriter as soon as possible, because we have tendencies to do that as humans. We look at something that we want and we put it really far off into the future and we put it at the top of a mountain and we think we, we kind of stop there putting it in the future and putting it on top of a mountain prevents us from actually taking the steps to get there. But when you, when you work backwards and when you say, okay, if you want to be a paid singer songwriter, how does that start? Right? Like how does that start for anyone? It starts from nothing. It starts from posting that first video. It starts from getting that first payment, maybe $1, maybe $10, maybe $20. It starts there. And that is way more attainable right now than the end goal that you placed on top of the mountain. So question everything you think question if it's true. Just get used to asking yourself, is that true? And sometimes the answer will be yes, right? Sometimes the answer will be yes, and that's fine. But in other cases, things like what happened with this coaching client will happen, where all of a sudden you're living in a completely different reality because you ask yourself one question, is that true? 
Another great way that you can do this is to journal about it, right? Journal your thoughts, journal your limiting beliefs. Um, I talked, I talked a lot about how to overcome limiting beliefs in the last episode. So if you want more advice on that, go ahead and listen to the last episode about manifestation because rewriting limiting beliefs comes into play in a very big way in manifestation. Okay. So that was the third one. And the fourth one is to get in the room with people that are farther along the journey than you are. And this one is so important. I used to hate when I would hear the quote, like you are, you are the average of the five people you hang out with the most. It's such a hard thing to hear. Um, if you are not happy with where you are. Right. And I am in no way, shape or form telling you, you need to cut off family or cut off friends or anything like that. But if you want to go to the next level, you have to figure out a way to surround yourself with people that are at the next level. Okay. And if that can't happen in your personal life or in your family life, maybe it can happen with coaches. Maybe it can happen with a business mastermind. Maybe it can happen with an online community. Maybe it can happen where you are listening to podcasts with people that are farther along the journey. You have to start getting in the room and it can be the physical room. It can be the online room. It can be a podcast or it can be whatever you want it to be. But essentially you need to start surrounding yourself with the energy and the messaging of people that have done what you want to do and that are further along the journey than you want to do further along the journey than you have. I mean, that is what I meant. <laughs> um, and this is really, really powerful. It can be really scary. And I know for a lot of people, and I know for me in the past too, like the idea of even being in a virtual zoom room or an in-person room with people that are further along the journey is terrifying because there's always that thought of like, well, what will they think of me? Or, you know, like, what if I'm not, I'm not as far along as them. So like, I have no business being in that room. But what I've learned is that anybody that is farther along on the journey, if they really are in touch with themselves and, and honest about what it's taken to get there, then they know that it was a process to get there. And they are so happy to help inspire other people to get there too right? Because nobody starts at the finish line. Everybody starts somewhere. And when they have made it maybe a little past the, the, the starting line, they, they, they naturally want to look back at that starting line and help other people follow them along. So get yourself in the room with people that are farther along in the journey than you are. Now I'm recording this episode a couple of weeks in advance because of the holidays that we have coming up. Um, and I wanted to make sure that I still got episodes to you over the week's of the holidays. Um, and so when I'm recording this, I have one coaching spot open, one coaching spot open until the end of the year and come January guys, there's going to be some really, really, really exciting announcements. I am in the process of creating and recording, and there's going to be something coming for you that is really exciting. But in that, I also probably will not be doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching, if any, in the new year. And so if you are thinking, or if you've been thinking over the past few months, like you want to do one-on-one -on -one coaching and you want to go to the next level, now is the time. Okay. Now is the time. Get in touch with me, message me on Instagram, or go to the link in the show notes and fill out the, the form on my website that takes you to a Google form and book a call. Okay. I have one spot as I'm recording. And when this episode airs, I don't know if that spot will still be open. Um, because I know there's some other places that I'm talking about it, but if you're ready, get in touch with me so that we can level you up. This is literally the perfect time of year to do it. You can level up at any point. You can implement changes in your business and in your studio policy at any point in the year, but this is 
one of the most natural times of year to do it at the start of the, like finishing up this year and starting the new year, right? So go with that energy and catapult yourself into 2024. Hey there, thank you for being here. I love connecting with you every single week. And one of my favorite parts of connecting with you is actually getting to know you. I created a free community for business-minded piano teachers to come together every single week, connect and learn even more tangible strategies for business streamlining and scaling. You can join using the link in the show notes and I can't wait to get to know you.